336 Daily, Baltimore Sports Talk, every morning. All right, good morning, Birdland. It is Tuesday, August 13th. And we're going to talk about the two games that the Orioles played yesterday. Um, They made it interesting last night in just a time that, as we've all, as I've warned you, as everyone warned you, it's going to be ugly. And I think I want to start this with talking about Saturday night. This past Saturday is when the Orioles had that horrible blowout, you know, the 23 runs, where it was just ugly, and you could think, well, things can't get any worse than this. So I want to go with, I, I love Adam Pohl on Twitter. In fact, I'm going to just read you his Twitter thread because he does an excellent job pointing out what was going on on Saturday night. So here we go. This is Adam Pohl on Twitter. You guys should be following Adam Pohl. It's at Pohl Adam, P-O-H-L Adam. I hope Oriole fans can see the dichotomy in what last night represented to, through the organization. On a really tough night in Baltimore, there was not a better night for prospects on the farm. All right. Believe that? I mean, that's pretty exciting, and that's exactly what you want out of a rebuild year. You don't want things from the majors. You want things from the minors. So he goes on. In AAA Norfolk, the Tides got back-to-back home runs from Ryan Mountcastle and Austin Hayes in an 8-6 win over Syracuse. Mountcastle is the player of the year in the system, hitting 314 with 20 home runs. Uh, He leads in hits. Hayes is third. I guess he leads the league in hits. Hayes is third uh, with extra base hits since the All-Star break with 18. In Bowie, they continue their playoff hunt with a doubleheader sweep in Richmond. In Game 1, Dean Kramer, who we've talked about before, continued his late season uh, with a season high of 10 strikeouts in just five innings. He got the win and is now 8-0 in his last 10 starts, which puts the base Sox a game and a half back. And Delmarva got a dynamic start to move to 40 games above 500 on the year. Grayson Rodriguez fanned 10 hitters in five no-hit innings with his fastball reaching the upper 90s. He's 9-3 with a 269 ERA for the season, and the Shorebirds defeated Kannapolis. In in Aberdeen, this all happened on Saturday night, the same time the Orioles were getting blown out in Baltimore. In Aberdeen, Adley Rushman had his first great professional moment, providing a walk-off single in the Ironbirds' needed 3-2 win over Staten Island. Rushman went 2-for-3 and provided the hit that ended Aberdeen's eight-game losing streak. I mean, that's what you want to hear, is your, your future is not the players on the Major League roster. Your future is all those other teams. And that's exciting. And that continued tonight. We'll talk after the break about the Yankees games today. And the Orioles lost both of them, as I'm sure you know, 5-8 to eight and 8-11. to 11. And we'll break them down a little bit after the break. But if you were, at the, if you were watching the Ironbirds last night instead, clearly most of us aren't because it's not televised. It's not as easy to follow the Ironbirds. I mean, you can use the MILB app, and you can go to the games. But tonight, the Ironbirds, well, I'm reading my notes. Last night, the Ironbirds got their first no-hitter in their team history. 
It was a combined no-hitter with Jake Lyons, James Ryan, and Kyle Martin getting a no-hitter over the Vermont Lake Monsters. And guess who was behind the plate? Future Oriole, Adley Rushman. Those are the things that are exciting. The minor leagues are exciting this year, and that gives you hope. And those are the reasons why this minor league system went from one of the worst to whatever the rank, 14th in the middle now. It's because of performances like that that's going on in these minor leagues. So let's take a break, and then we'll come back and talk about yesterday's games. Anchor is the easiest way to make a podcast. It's now the home for Section 336, 336 Daily, and Film Study with Ken McCusick. Because it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Everything you want in one place. You can record and edit on the website or the app. If you don't know what you're doing with audio, no problem. And they take care of the distribution. They get you onto iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Google, Spotify, all that stuff. And again, they'll help you monetize it with little ads like this. So go ahead and download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm. All right, so yesterday the Orioles played two games against the Yankees, and there was not much pretty there. I do want to tell you guys, there's a new episode of Section 336 that we recorded last night. Uh, Matt and Bert and I all got back together, and it was fun to kind of talk a little bit about the breakdown with Hyde and Davis that went down, about the fact that the minor leagues are playing really well, even though the Orioles struggle, and just the fact that the Orioles are now using pitchers that we know nothing about. I mean, we'll get in a minute. A guy we signed earlier this week or late last week got to start today in New York. When's that ever happen? All right, so they started. The first game yesterday was at 1 p.m., early game. And again, I'm going to go through some of these line items, but there's nothing pretty about either of these games. You know a pitch, six innings, gave up seven runs. Klein came in one inning, one run. Jacobonis came in one inning, no runs. So you can give him that, but he did have, he did walk a guy. And on, at the plate, Mancini and uh, Santander both got home runs. So that was, all right, there's your positive. We hit a few home runs in New York. Uh, in the evening, Block pitched. Raise your hand if you've ever heard of Block before tonight's start. He's tie block, which is wearing number 53, which is fitting because Zach Britton is now wearing number 53. And Zach Britton just appeared on the R2C2, the CC Sabathia podcast, which you should check out to share about why he has number 53 and a story about him trying to change the number 53 and Buck Showalter kind of didn't let him. So make sure you check out that podcast as well. Download section 336 first, then download R2C2. Um, the Orioles in the evening, a block pitched four innings, seven runs. Uh, Phillips came in for one inning, three runs. Tom Eshelman came in three innings, one run. So the Orioles have the same problem. They're constantly giving up home runs. Ford hit a home run. Torres hit two home runs. I mean, that's the story with the Orioles. Now, in the, in the nightcap, Mancini got another home run, and Alberto got a home run. So Mancini's up to 29 home runs, which is pretty impressive. I don't think any of us saw, of us saw that coming. Uh, Davis struggled with zeros for the whole day. So we don't really need to, to, to dig into that. Um, he did nothing, and that's what he's going to do. But we want to lose games. Right, We want to get this high draft pick. It doesn't really matter. And Davis isn't causing you to lose games 23-2. to 2. 
we don't have pitching. And as I just ran through these guys, Jacobonis for one inning is the only guy all day to not give up a run. That's a problem. And that's what the Orioles need to address. So we've got two more games in New York tonight and Wednesday night. So the Orioles have a little chance to try to turn it around. It's going to be John Means tonight and Dylan Bundy tomorrow night. So maybe, 